Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late. The train's Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. It's Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And in this episode, I spoke with Isaac Oliver, who is the author of Intimacy Idiot. And he also has a series at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater, um, which is how I got to know him. He is part of their pub club. And I wanted to have Isaac on because he was such a hilarious reader aloud. He was so dexterous at um, sharing his work and staring at the page, yet making it come alive. And you'll hear in our interview um, how it's so evident when he does that. And he is younger, as in younger. He's, he's actually young um, and so talented and so gifted. And I'm, I'm so happy to share this interview with you all, which was recorded live at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater, which is where we record most of Employee of the Month shows. If you want to come to a future live taping, get on the employeeofthemonthshow.com's mailing list. And you can also go to Joe's Pub directly to get tickets since the show sells out. But if you get on the mailing list, you get a super special discount code. And I also just want to say thank you to our sponsors, Factory and Russin Daughters. FCTRY.com Factory and Russin Daughters, R-U-S-S and Daughters. I'm not going to spell it for you, .com, um, which offer phenomenal treats for others or yourselves. Go check them out, Factory.com and Russin Daughters. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a high rating on uh, iTunes. And if you can donate, do. I want to thank the Awesome Foundation, Harnish Foundation, and BrainPickings.org for being generous donors, as well as the individuals who have kindly given, whether it's 50 bucks or 5000 Thank you. It's what enables this podcast to subsist, to survive, because the only way that artists make it is with help. <laughs> that said, at the beginning, it's really tough. Um, all right. I want to let everyone have some fun. So enjoy this episode. And please know that while I'm interviewing Isaac Oliver, I'm staring at my dad. And when you hear the taint ring part, I am making eye contact with him. And it is why I'm like, what's that? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, enjoy my episode with Isaac Oliver. And when he makes mention of the two other members of the girl band, the two other featured guests on the live show. He's talking about Maya Rudolph and Laura Benanti. You can listen to those episodes as well after you listen to this one. Enjoy. So your mom is a divorce lawyer and your dad um, was a minister. Yeah. So were you like, how can I up these two insane jobs by like writing about my sex life? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It wasn't a conscious idea, but... uh... It really uh, keeps things interesting for them. You know, makes them mortified and forgive me every day. (laughs) Hearing about me, you know, astride several gentlemen a a week and and all that stuff. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um. It's great to be the Michelle of your Destiny's Child lineup tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really like a Michelle and two Beyonce's. 
Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama. <laughs> One of your jobs, so Intimacy Idiot is a yeah. phenomenal book, and I'm just going to show everyone this book by Isaac Oliver, if you haven't gotten it. Paperback. Um, and it's pretty exciting to have your debut book be such a success. Yeah. I'm excited for you, and it's Thank duly you. deserved. Thank um, you. And a lot of it chronicles your um, liaisons. Some yes. dangerous, some not. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you was um, being on a porn site. Yeah, which actually isn't in the book. I know. It's something new that happened to me. I got to s hear a, a little bit about it. Um, so I'm just going to let people know. Isaac is um, also has a show at Joe's Pub where he reads yeah. aloud. I sit because I'm weak on my feet. <laughs> and I read aloud. It's a fun time. October 11th is the next one. Um, but I was, I was on my book tour last year in San Francisco, and this woman came up to get her book signed, and I, and I looked at her, and I said, do you direct gay porn? And she said, yes, I do. And, and she said, how did you recognize me? And I said, well, I watch a lot of gay porn. And uh, so we started corresponding, because she wants to write a book, and she will write an amazing book. Uh, but then she said, I'm coming to New York to film a scene and we should get a drink. And I said, yeah, let's get a drink. And also, uh, <laughs> if, if it wouldn't be too weird, you know, could I come and, and visit the, the set? set? You know, just sort of like be a fly on that sticky wall uh, <laughs> for an hour or two. And she said, yeah, yeah, kind of the more the merrier, come. You know, and she said, but you have to participate. So... She said, I'll put you on emergency lube distribution. Or is, that, is that a real thing? Ass wiping. I mean, there was never an emergency. Okay. Which I, the mind thrills to, you know, imagine. But, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I, like, I like set out lube for them. You know, sort of flanking, you know, any flat surface. And you brought pictures. You, you brought pictures. I do there. have some photos. Yeah. There's the model, and you'll see me creeping. <laughs> was that just the height you chose to sit at, or well, <laughs> was that, did you have to like, hide behind the bed there? I, I thought I was out of the shot, truly. You just look so I really happy. Feel, I really feel captured by this photo. It really is. Um, <laughs> it's like a Jane Goodall shot of me, but... Um, no, I... You know, it, it, it was truly just the four of us. The woman, you know, she, she's one of she's one of four female directors in gay porn. She's sort of the, the Jane Campion of gay porn, and uh, so it was truly like she held the camera. She had it strapped to her body, and she was and and I held the reflector disc, and um, and the two actors were there, and we were in an Airbnb on 39th and 9th. And I feel like every, how many people are rethinking their Airbnbs now? To charge more money or less? I'm just curious. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, and that's... Oh, that's a thing. Didn't know you could get Headshot. that pierced. That would, Is yeah. that a nipple ring or a... Uh... No, it's a taint, a taint piercing. Oh, can you... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to sound so um, amateurish, uh, but what is a, a taint piercing? That's, well, well, it's, well, it's exactly what with, it looks with like. With the taint? Yes. Taint the balls, taint the ass. And, and so you just, you just... And you just, and you just, you know, get in there and just pierce the skin. It just needs to be a little bejeweled. <laughs> it caught the light. Yeah, it really did. I was mesmerized. 
buy the jewels. <laughs> Every woman deserves diamonds. <laughs> um, fabulous. Um, did, so, did it inspire you to want to go to more porn jobs? Did oh, it yeah. Make you I mean, they, they, well, they told me, that, you know, when I got there, they, they were like, we're going to ruin porn for you. And I said, well, game on. I don't think that's possible. But, uh, and, and, but, it actually, I mean, to them, it, it would even surprise them how well it went. They filmed it all in two 45-minute takes and, and, you know, then did photos, which was an excruciating process. God, guys then, so, go so quickly, so it was just 45 minutes in and out. Yeah. Well, 90 minutes. Okay. Two takes. Okay. okay. With an intermish. Okay. Um, <laughs> during which we talked about Ars Nova and... <laughs> which is a theater. Huge shout-out. And they well, and they and they and because it's such an ordeal to stay hard, and you know Viagra is just high. Uh, Viagra is just useless. You know that they, you know, they were just constant. You know, we'd be sitting and talking, and they'd just be tugging at their dicks. Okay. And you know, I felt like while well, you're know, talking about um, off Broadway. Theater. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I worked there. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, and uh, you know, you feel like Mariska Hargitay on SVU when she's trying to interview someone and they're not like not stopping unloading the truck. Like, you're yeah. just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So now, wait, so now that you've, you've written about so many of your exploits, and most of them have to do with men that you've been with, but one had yeah. a, a happy ending. Pun, yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Pun intended. I didn't mean it, but it did. Um, but I wanted to hear about. Um, you know, what it's like when they, when people write to you when they discover they've been in the book. Yeah, I no, mean... Notably one. Notably one. I mean, I've heard from a handful of guys who are in the book, and I'm, and you know, the thing, you know, they're, they're, they're small pieces. I wanted the book to have a sort of, you know, New York clip and pace to it and sort of uh, glimpses of these men, and, you know, it's hard to reveal much about them when you don't really know anything about them, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeps you pretty safe, but um, you know we ran the book through legal a bunch of times, so I, I you know I felt okay. But then, you know, people started writing and saying like, "I didn't know your name, and now I do." And uh, and but I, I there, there's one story in the book called "The Dolphin from Dubai," which is about a guy I slept with who revealed that he is a furry. Can you explain to everyone what a furry is? Well, sure. I mean, I... Uh... <laughs> they dress up in, in furry costumes. like mm -hmm. Not like Elmo in Times Square. Like, they're actually much sweeter as people. They're yeah, not like, as, like foxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They won't punch a baby. I, I mean, Elmo's sweet, but the one in Times Square is no, a little no, aggressive. Yeah, no. Very, yeah. He would <laughs> yeah. not be welcome. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a community of people who really feel, uh, you know, very connected to animals and feel almost in a way that there's something about the animal spirit that is more uh, and felt they like felt yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very tactile they're in the costumes um, and so and they have conventions and everything so so this guy who I'd had a very you know human you know walking on two feet hookup with uh, um you know, in in the sort of afterglow, as much afterglow as you can cobble together with a stranger, uh, you know, he revealed that he was going to Berlin for a furry convention and that he's a dolphin because you don't need to literally be furry to be a furry, as I learned. Um, and he was staying in a furry house in Washington Heights. He wouldn't tell me where it was, but it was like a safe, you know, it was like a safe house for furries. 
Um, <laughs> I thought it was like a tree with a door in it, but... <laughs> like uh, shirt tails. Yeah. The 80s. Oh, no. Obscure reference. But he contacted you after seeing him himself yeah, in the Yeah, yeah, well then... Because there are not a lot of Australian furries, right? No. Well, actually, I don't or know. I can't say that with... Stewards? Yeah, he's a flight attendant, and so uh, he doesn't travel with the suit, so, you know... Um, a suit in every port, I don't know. But uh, he... The BuzzFeed ran the, ran the story on, online, and the furry community is very, you know, digital, and so they... Uh, very tactile. They're very tactile. And they found it, you know, within 24 hours, and so he had, like, a bunch of people, you know, the whole barn sent it to him, and, uh, and so he, uh, he kind of had a meltdown and, and, and uh, wrote to me and was... A little freaked out at first. You know, he said, you called me an Australian furry who lives in Dubai, who's, you know, who's a dolphin. He said, you couldn't change one detail. And I said, you have to understand, like, you can't write anything better than that. No. You know? It's true. And so he was very, for- he was very forgiving. He let me dangle on the hook for a while, but, uh, um, God. Uh, and we had a lovely reunion, actually. He, he was in New York on a layover the week he read it. And we like spent an afternoon in the park and then went back to his hotel room and reconnected. <laughs> I'm so jealous of men. You just get over things. It's great. <laughs> I think it's well, awesome. You get I over wasn't kidding. You just, you know, push <laughs> them down. down. Push it down. Yeah. Well, that's better than sort of the self hatred and, you know. Oh, there's stuff. lots of self hatred. Okay, good. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. It's just the ambiance, you know, it's just in the air. Um, your writing is so phenomenal, and you're now doing a live show where you're reading new essays as well? Yes. Yes. Working on new stuff, um, eventually towards a second book. Um, I mean, I'm trying to broaden the scope a little bit, hence the visit to the porn set. And um, I, <laughs> I, will, I, I will be in, on as many porn sets as will have me. Um, <laughs> just seeking refuge. No, uh, I, I'm, interested, I'm interested in intimacy as a transaction, as a product. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sort of, uh, I have some ideas about that that I'm trying to investigate, but, you know, still, still I don't know, looking for love, looking for all that stuff. So, so the, there are more essays in that vein, but I'm also trying to look beyond as well. Well, I think you're an unbelievable writer, and I'm sure you've gotten this comparison a lot, not because of what you write about, but how well you write, and that is to David Rakoff. Um, and he was such a, a dear yeah. dear man and an unbelievable um, author, and um, he was on my old show that I used to do with someone named Rocky, who is here tonight um, at an, another club, and he was so good to me, and I hope that um, you will be good to me as well. <laughs> You thought that was going in another direction. Uh, <laughs> I hope and to I be, good, be good, to good to you as well. But I, I really can't articulate how fun your, your reading is, and I think that's why people like seeing you live. Um, well, and thanks. I got you a, a couple gifts. Uh-huh. Um, I got you the writer's chapbook from George Plimpton. Oh, thank you. Do you already have this? No. It's, it's a compendium. It's really good. Um, very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Thank you. Um, the gift or the book? The book. Well, the gift is thoughtful, too. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that when I give gifts now. And then um, I, I met very he is. Thoughtful. I met he is. <laughs> it's very <laughs> thoughtful. It's extremely thoughtful. <laughs> 
Um, as well as um, Mr. Elliot, this is from the Park Slope Co-op. Uh, it is a paper made on elephant dung, but I figured you needed a notebook to write on, and this sure. seemed perfect for you. Um, Mr. Yeah. Ellie Poo's elephant dung paper, only the Park Slope Co-op would be selling elephant dung paper. Um, <laughs> and some wonderful treats from Russ and Daughters, including oh. some beautiful, delicious babka from My People to Yours. Oh my God, thank um, you. Isaac Oliver, thank you so much for thank coming out. Thank you so Keep much. Writing. Thank you for having me. One, two, three, four. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you so much to Alex Siner and Superfine Audio for editing this entire podcast and recording it. Thank you for helping us with our musical needs, and they're welcome to uh, assist you all with yours. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please come to a live show, and if you do, come say hello afterwards. All right. Go off. Go off and conquer. <laughs>